Welcome to Supply Chain Horror Story Part 2, Ghost Ship. I am Suhas Screamer. The ocean is a dark place. Surrounded by the endless waters and sky, every seafaring man and woman at some point will come face to face with their deepest fears. It is in these moments that we realize, despite our great civilization, that we are still fragile creatures, at the mercy of powerful forces beyond our control. Today on Supply Chain Horror Story, tales of things lost at sea, and what happens when they come back. The Mary Celeste is often thought of as a cursed ship, possibly the most famous cursed ship in history, and perhaps cursed from its very birth. A two-masted brigantine merchant ship, the Mary Celeste was built in Spencer's Island, Nova Scotia, and launched under the name Amazon in 1861. And from the very beginning, things went horribly wrong. For her maiden voyage, Amazon sailed to five islands to take on a cargo of timber for passage across the Atlantic. But as the ship was being loaded, the Captain McClellan suddenly fell ill. His condition worsened, and within a few days, Amazon returned to its home on Spencer's Island where McClellan died shortly thereafter. Several years passed, and eventually, Amazon was sold to an American consortium based in New York. It was refitted and enlarged, capable of carrying 280 tons of cargo, and rebranded the Mary Celeste. On October 20th, 1872, Captain Benjamin Briggs arrived at Pier 50 on the East River in New York City to oversee the loading of the Mary Celeste's cargo, 1,700 barrels of poisonous denatured alcohol bound for Genoa, Italy. Dark storms delayed the voyage, but on November 7th, the Mary Celeste finally left New York Harbor and ventured on into the great Atlantic Ocean, where it would meet its mysterious fate. David Morehouse was the captain of the Canadian brigantine, De Gratia. His ship was also destined for Genoa around the same time. At 1 p.m. on Wednesday, December 4th, 1872, about 400 miles off the coast of Portugal, the De Gratia spotted a ship unsteadily moving toward it. The ship's erratic movements and the odd set of her sails led Captain Morehouse to suspect that something was very wrong. As the vessels drew close, he could see nobody on deck and he received no reply to his signals so he sent his men to investigate. From the name on her stern, the men established that this was the Mary Celeste. Then, 
they climbed on board. They found the ship completely deserted. Her cargo of denatured alcohol was intact and the captain and crew's personal belongings were undisturbed. There were no obvious signs of fire or violence. The evidence pointed to an orderly departure from the Mary Celeste by means of the ship's missing lifeboat. The last log entry was from over a week earlier and was uneventful. None of those who had been on board were ever seen or heard from again. Morehouse brought the derelict ship to Gibraltar, where extensive salvage hearings then took place, along with an investigation into what might have happened. Investigators noted that the ship didn't appear to be struck by heavy weather, nor did it look like it had been involved in a collision or run aground. What had caused the crew to abandon ship? Foul play? A terrifying water spout or sea quake? In the end, after an extensive hearing, the ship's cargo was finally released and its salvage value defined. 1,700 pounds, a mere one-fifth of the total value of the ship and its cargo. Over the next 15 years, the Mary Celeste changed hands several times, consistently losing money as a cargo ship. Speculation of what had happened to Briggs and his crew ran wild, including tales of bloodshed and murder and conspiracy. Another death of a captain from illness reconfirmed the notion that the ship was cursed. And finally, in 1885, the Mary Celeste met her demise, as her then-captain, Gilman C. Parker, conspired with a group of Boston shippers to commit insurance fraud. Reporting that the Mary Celeste contained more cargo than it actually did, they deliberately ran the ship into a reef, wrecking it beyond repair. The insurance scheme was quickly caught. Captain Parker's reputation ruined. He was unable to find work and died three months later in poverty. Two of his other conspirators met equally morbid fates. One committed suicide, while another went utterly mad. 116 years later, in 2001, a team of marine archaeologists discovered the wreck of the Mary Celeste off the coast of Haiti. But to this day, the mysteries of its cursed life remain unsolved. The fact that ships can disappear might seem quaint in today's world of radio and sonar and GPS. But the fact remains that vessels are still lost at sea today. Piracy, anomalous weather, and covert smuggling networks can cause cargo to vanish as mysteriously as the ghost ships of the past.
Take the case of the Jian Singh, an 80-meter tanker spotted drifting in the waters southwest of Queensland, Australia in 2006. The ship was found inoperable, with no crew on board, all identifying marks removed. And there were no signs of illegal activity or violence. Who owned the Jian Singh? What was it carrying? Where did its crew go? Without being able to determine the ship's origins, the Australian Coast Guard sank it in deep waters. And then there's the recent armada of over 90 ships stranded from Hanjin Shipping's bankruptcy. Unable to dock and unload their cargo, of 500,000 containers, the crew aboard these vessels began running out of food. It's not hard to imagine such vessels turning into ghost ships, given enough time and desperation. What we take away from these stories is the realization that control is an illusion that can easily slip through our fingers. And so, when making a decision to send something out onto the risky seas, one needs to make sure that they have every single piece of information that's available to them, lest their own cargo meet an unfortunate fate. Because, as life has shown us, the only thing worse than an ill-fated demise is the mystery the unknown. And until next time on Supply Chain Horror Story, bon voyage.